We only got one life, so it's time to live it for. I don't hesitate, I embrace every day. Cause we only got one life, so it's time to live it for. It's not about trying to achieve more or gain, but rather how to lose and let go. Let me explain. Once you let go of all things that aren't significant, you'll be left with everything that is truly important. I'm living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. This is another episode of the podcast. Live it for. Hey, it's time for the Live It Full podcast. I'm Richard. I am in the studio today, hanging out, laying down some tracks, trying to help people to live it full, as we say. If you like the podcast, if you've listened to us for all 83, 84 episodes, and you haven't left us a review, if you haven't gone to liveitfull.com and check some things out, go do that right now. Pause it. Only takes a minute. Go check it out. Leave us a review. Um, go follow us on on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that stuff. We're pretty easy to find. All of it's on liveitfull.com. Today, I wanted to talk about something. I had an interesting thing happen the past couple of weeks, and uh, I thought the, I'm going to use the word dichotomy, um, which if you've listened to the podcast is a word of mine, uh, since I listened to Extreme Ownership by Jocko Wilnick, or maybe the dichotomy of leadership, something. Anyways, I remember listening to some Jocko books on tape and hearing him use the word dichotomy a lot, and it just kind of stuck with me the past couple of years. Anyways, to kind of talk about the dichotomy of something um, that struck me as interesting. Um, you may not think it's as interesting. I hope so, because you're listening to the podcast, and I don't want to ever be boring. I always want to bring some value to your life. Otherwise, I'm probably wasting both of our times. So give me some feedback if you think it is boring or something that you don't want to hear. But I found it interesting because those of you that are in small business, those of you that are self-employed, um, you know, one of the biggest challenges we face in general, um, you can talk to anybody and they say, oh, it's, you know, we're just having labor issues. We're having skilled labor issues. We're having employee issues. Like you get enough business owners together. That's going to be the common ground that they find. I mean, I don't think it matters what business you're in. It's people. People is always going to be kind of your your issue. It's not always customers. Customers are pretty easy for the most part. You take care of them, they take care of you. Employees, for the most part, you take care of them, they'll take care of you. But not always is kind of the issue. But I had I had something interesting happen that I wasn't um, you know a hundred percent sure I was going to talk about. But then I had something else happen that made me go, you know what? Maybe it is a good topic. And I'm not going to use any names um, because that would be super inappropriate. But I just, I had somebody say to me the other day and it was a friend of mine and he was joking because he knows my situations in life and knows me, you know, he's like, man, I heard you were pretty difficult to work for. And I kind of laughed and, and said, well, you're right. I am. But I also, within the same time frame of a week or so had somebody had text message me and say, you were the best boss I ever had. And I appreciate it. And I didn't understand it then, but I do now. Um, I just want to say thank you for always being inspiring and uplifting and, and posting on Facebook and social media and trying to encourage people to, you know, like what we say, live it full. And so all that kind of happened in the same time frame. Um, and so I thought about it and I'm sure there are several employees out there who have past employees and I've had uh, quite a few in the past 10 or 12 years. So, um, you know, it's one of those things that, um, you're never going to make everybody happy, especially when, when employment, um, in, a, in an employer employee relationship, it's, it's never going to be easy. 
um, you know, we're with, with our employees as much as we are family for the most part. And that's a big deal. You got to be around people that are, that understand you and understand your mission and, and what you're doing. But so I was thinking about that, the dichotomy of that. I have employees who say I was the, the, the best boss they ever had. And then I have some that say I was probably the worst boss they ever had and that I'm difficult to work for. And I started thinking about that. Am I different with different people? Because that's the first thing I think of when somebody says those are two contradicting, you know, ideas that you were the best and the worst. Well, so I started thinking about that. And in, in, in our season of where we are in life and what we do and what we preach and what we try to live by, and I'm by no means, I always talk about it. We ain't perfect. We screw things up and I try to tell you when we do, but we've learned a lot through the years about what works and what doesn't work. And I can tell you one thing about me is I'm not what, what I consider a big hitter. Like I'm not going to hit a lot of home runs in business and in life, but what I am really good at is collecting singles, good at driving in runs, you know, to use the sports analogies. I'm consistent. And so I wasn't for a long time, be the first one to admit that. And so I was sitting there like thinking about that. It, could, could two different people have the just 180 degree differences dealing with the same person? Because I feel like I'm consistent with everyone. I'm consistent in what I do. I am more of the, the tortoise than the hare. I do believe slow and steady builds wealth. Slow and steady gets things done. You don't have these spurts. Because um, in sales, what you run into is there's a lot of people who are really good in spurts. And then they burn out. Then they're really good in spurts and they burn out. And I was like that for a lot of my career. And so it was one of those things that, um, I really had to kind of think about what's better consistent production over a 12 month period, or I do really well for a month, suck for a month, well for a month, you know, not good for a month. And so I was sitting there really thinking about that. And I realized I'm consistent. It's taken me a long time and probably Caitlin's pushed me and enabled me and, and gotten me to a point where I think that consistency wins. Motivation doesn't last. You can be only be motivated so much. It's, it's discipline and consistency that gets you to be successful. It's doing the same things every day that makes sense that, you know, you, you don't just go look for houses to flip every, when you need one, you look all the time. It's an everyday thing. You have a, you have a hit list of houses you want to try to buy and flip. And of course, there's going to be ones that fall in there, but like you have to have a plan. You have to know what you're going after, um, but it's consistently looking every day, consistently prospecting every day. And so I was thinking about that in terms of like really thinking about could have could employees have a completely different experience with me and me still have been the same consistent person and absolutely so what I would tell you is if somebody tells you you're difficult to work for and in the same breath, somebody else tells you you're the best boss they've ever had, believe them both. I am difficult to work for. I'm probably difficult to be married to, probably difficult for my children, but I expect excellence. I expect probably more from people than they're used to giving. And so, you know what, to the people who would say that I'm difficult to work for, they're right because I want, I want them to be the best that they can be the most elite version of themselves. 
And some people don't want to do that. And so the mistakes that I've made in general as an employer have been choosing the wrong people. Not necessarily the way that I've done things. I mean, I'm sure I make mistakes every day and I learn from them and I try to do better the next time. But like, I don't think it's the, I don't feel like it's that I've made mistakes in training or in coaching because I feel like my entire life, all I do is coach. I coach kids sports. I coach my kids. I coach employees. Like I mentor people. Like I'm a coach. Some people don't want to be coached. Some people don't want to do more than what they want to do. They want to get paid for a certain amount of work and that's what they're willing to do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not bashing those people. But it's those people who will say things like you, you're difficult to work for. So it's one of those deals. You're right. It's, it's not me. It's you. Or it's not you. It's me. Right? Is that what they say? You know, breaking up with somebody. It's not you. It's me. I picked the wrong people. The people who would say that I was difficult to work for afterwards were people who weren't willing to put in the work. And that's okay. You're just not a good fit for me because I'm not going to let you settle for mediocrity. I want you to do uncommon things. I want you to be better than that. I want my employees. I want the people around me. I want my friends, my circle, my tribe, my children. I want them to be the best that they can be. And some people are happy to be average. Like I said, there's nothing wrong with that. It's probably 95% of people are happy with the status quo. I'm not. And so I have to, the mistakes that I've made with people who might say that I'm difficult are the people who don't want any more for themselves than average. They want to do average work, get an average pay, and have an average life. And to me, that's fine. It's not me though. It's not what I want. It's not what I think that people that follow the live it full mantra want. I want to taste foods around the world. I want to travel. I want to see every mountaintop possible and every ocean and every valley in between. I want my family to continue to grow and be good stewards of the resources that we're given and be able to change the world, even if it's just our little world and our community. And that's not average. To the people who think that I'm the the best boss they ever had, well, the first thing I'd say is I really do appreciate that. You're probably not right because I fail and I struggle and I am not great all the time. But I appreciate it. And I hope that I pushed them to new heights. And sometimes that's why they're not with me anymore because they outgrew what I could offer them as an employer. And that's okay too. I want people to fly. I want to give them wings to where they can fly. And so I just thought it was interesting that within the same probably week I had, I had heard that. And it was kind of funny to me because I, I, sometimes I take things personally that I shouldn't. When somebody says, hey, I heard you were difficult to work for, knowing full well that I'm probably difficult to work for, I, I do self-evaluate and I try to be self-aware. Like, is, is that an issue? Did I create something in my own mind that thinks I'm not an issue? But like, I get where my shortcomings are. And I tell people up front when I hire them that 
I'm direct, demanding, and I'm going to get the most out of them. And not just at work, because I truly believe, I truly believe that there's an old saying that you either are working on building your dream or you're building someone else's. And I think that is totally true. There are, there are t- millions of people out there that are building someone else's dream. They clock in day in, day out, and they're building it for someone else. But I also believe in goal congruency and that if I can elevate my people, it elevates me. If I believe in the old Zig Ziglar phrase, if you just help enough people get what they want out of life, you too will get what you want out of life. So I want mine to succeed and not just work and not be successful in business because if their home life is a wreck, their financial life is a wreck, the business side of it doesn't matter. So I want it to help people grow in all areas of their life and be the best version that they can be. And so some people don't respond to that well. Some people do. Some people excel. Others don't. But the mistake that I've made, and this is a lesson I'm going to teach you out there that are young entrepreneurs are going into business for the first time. It's not. Let me think about how I'm going to say this for a second, because I don't want to misspeak it. The biggest mistake you can make is hiring the wrong people. John Maxwell talks a lot about it, and I I can't remember what book it's in um, because it's a concept he uses in several, but he talks about you get the wrong people. You've got a big bus. That's your your company. You get the right people on the bus and the wrong people off the bus. The right people you can find a seat for. The wrong people don't belong on the bus. And I think that's the biggest issue we run into as entrepreneurs is we try to just fill the bus sometimes. we get. I mean, I worked for a company that was like, oh, we just need warm bodies and seats because we were a call center when I was in college. And I, I don't agree with that because when you just put butts in seats, that's what you get. And there's a reason they had 10 to 12% nutrition monthly because all they were looking for was a warm body. I texted one of my buddies this morning because um, I know that he was going through some, some things with, with employees as well. And it was interesting because I said, man, this really, really stuck out to me. And it says, when you keep people who don't fully value you in your life, you don't create rooms for the ones that will. I'm going to say that again because I think it's one of those things that you should write down, save, right click, whatever you got to do. When you keep people who don't fully value you In your life, you don't create any room for the ones who will. Every person you have around you that doesn't value you, that doesn't understand the value that you bring to the table, anybody that you let sit at your table who doesn't appreciate your true value takes a spot away from somebody that does. So if you're struggling with employees, if you're struggling with friends, if you're struggling with that circle, sometimes you got to change it. Because I've always lived by the mantra that If you can't change the people, which is really hard to change a person, you can coach them, you can mentor them, but if they don't want to do it, it doesn't matter what you do. Sometimes if you can't change the people, you got to change the people. Meaning if you can't change who they are, what they do, and you hardly can do that, they have to want it. You've got to find different people. Which means sometimes your circle is going to be tight. Sometimes you're going to gun with less employees because you know that it's better to do so. My buddy Matt talks about being small giants. And I used to have this mindset that bigger was better. The more employees you have, the better. The the bigger the top line number, the better. The more I've grown and I've learned in business, it's a lot better to run lean with good people than run fat with bad ones. Promise you get more out of it. You personally are happier. 
professionally you do better. Small giants. Appreciate my buddy Matt for always saying that to me. That's all I got for you today. Hope you liked the podcast. Hope you enjoy listening to it. Go follow us on social media. Leave us a five-star review. Share us with your friends and family. We want more people to live it full. We love you. God bless. Go to liveitfull.com and we hope you continue to live it full. You just listened to this entire episode. That means you gained some type of value. So make sure you leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode of Live It Full. Living everyday life with a purpose. Living everyday life with a purpose. Make sure you embrace every single day. And we'll see you next time on the Live It Full Podcast.